Live from New York. It's the show that's getting a haircut today, tomorrow, in three hours. In three hours. Light wow. trim. Are you going bald? Just a light trim. No. Okay. Light trim. Good. No, light Good. Trim. Like, it's been seven months. First things first. I, I, like, I like your dude. Today, like fresh off dude. a bye, can Josh Allen outplay Patrick Mahomes? He's starting in fantasy. Maybe. Meanwhile, Hurts versus Dak. Why Dak can be eliminated from the MVP conversation wow. with a loss. Wow. Okay. Just facts. I got good facts on this. You, you dropping bombs. Great ones. And finally, it's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Budless, and wow. you know what's going on. It's Thursday at 4 o'clock. Wow. Uh, Nick Wright, Kevin Wilds, Drew. Was there anyone on the bubble Bud list? There was. Um, yeah, there was. Oh Who? <laughs> Dusty, you've got to do a better job. Can we overdo no, Here's man? the thing. No the precedent. There is a precedent of an unprecedented okay he's, he's in shame uh we start with chief concerns Patrick Mahomes from now on just always say George it was uh that 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 was on the back was on the bump uh last five games Chiefs averaging 19 points 314 total yards not just Mahomes yards 314 total Mahomes passer rating is 86 six points lower than Tommy DeVito Oh, who's playing pretty good? How many games is this? Last three? Last five. Last five. Last five, his numbers have been worse than Tommy DeVito? Tommy DeVito's ball. Here's Mahomes. Uh, I've been on the team that was six and four, and I think we went and won the Super Bowl. So uh, it's uh, we have confidence every week that we're going to find a way to win the football game. Obviously, uh, these last few weeks we've we've lost a couple, um, but we saw that mindset, and we understand the challenge that's in front of us. Um, but at the same time, all you can do is go to work every single day and get better, and then go out and give whatever you can on the football field. Okay. If you guys lose, excuse me, I'm sorry. <laughs> if we lose, yeah, is it panic time for the Chiefs? Minor panic. Minor, okay. Minor that's panic. panic. Minor, Minor panic. No, no that's panic. Can, hold on. That's bro. just like turbulence on the You team. either uh, panic or you don't panic. No, I'll give you a perfect example that literally just happened 30 minutes ago. Okay. I was uh, in the makeup chair as we wear makeup on television with our great makeup artist, Becca, and all of a sudden the fire alarm started going off in the building. Yeah. And I didn't freak out. But there was a minor, like, well, nobody told me there's a drill. I wonder if there's a fire. Fair. We should investigate. It will be minor panic. Listen, there will be real. Was your vapes? <laughs> no, it was not my vape. You smart ass. <laughs> uh, it, it was not my fault, America. Uh, it will mean there are brew, and, and brew, I think you'll agree with me on this. There will be real consequences. I have said. Uh, over the course of this year that Mahomes has never lost a regular season game that mattered because they have never played a road playoff game. They've Makes had sense. the bye almost every year. So the whole point of the regular season is playoff position. The Chiefs have been well positioned. So there's yeah. even the losses that seemed like they were going to matter didn't end up mattering. This would matter because I think they would lose the path to the Arrowhead Invitational. They would certainly lose any path, a likely path to the one seed. And so, yes, it would be a problem. Now, luckily, they're not going to lose. And luckily, we do have precedent of, and this is where I think Patrick mentioned the 2019 season. Mm-hmm. But Mahomes this is his sixth year as the starter. They have, the Chiefs have lost three of five. This is where we're at right now. In 2018, they, all, they ended the year losing three of five before their final game of the year. And one of the wins was an overtime win. In 2019, they lost four of six midseason. That's the year he's talking about. 2020 was smooth sailing as the defending champs until the Super Bowl. 2021, 
They lost four of six and looked worse than they have during this streak. That was the league has figured out Mahomes, and Mahomes' numbers were certainly way worse. The team scored less than 10 points in a couple games. It was bad. And last year, they lost two of four, and one of their wins was a one-point nail-biter against the Raiders, the one where the Raiders missed the two-point conversion, and Devontae Adams was open on the last one, and Derek Carr overshot him. So the while the offense has only stalled like this brew one other time, that stretch in 2021, the Chiefs having a month and a half-ish of un-Chiefs-like football is not only not unprecedented, it's happened every year but one. So I'm not panicked. I think they will win. But if they lose, minor panic. Yeah. Small amounts of panic. Minor panic is called panic. All right? And, and, and this was the case last week. I was ultimately the guy that had the most faith in the Chiefs. What do you mean? Now, maybe that's because I didn't pick them to win the Super Bowl, so I'm not flustered, okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm the only thing that would make me panic about the Chiefs is if I feel like they can't win it. Like, they, they cannot win the Super Bowl this year. They're just not good enough. And if they lose to Buffalo, which I'm leaning toward them losing to Buffalo, I still won't feel like they can't win the Super Bowl. Part of it's the AFC this year, right? Right now, four of the seven teams that are currently in the playoffs are playing backups. Four of the seven. And Lawrence will be back. But Trevor Lawrence, one playoff win. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, they're my pick, but still. Lamar Jackson, one playoff win. And who's the other other quarterback that's healthy right now? Zero playoff playoff Mm -hmm. wins. So you're probably taking Mahomes over any of those guys in a playoff game. And so the thing that would get me closest to panic is if the defense starts giving up a lot of points. So I agree. Like if they, right, if Buffalo puts 30 on them and wins. You're not panicking the offense? Well, the offense, I think the offense kind of is what it is. They're gonna, I think they're gonna give you maybe 24-ish points a game. Okay. But if the, so they're going to me, their path this year is like Tom Brady early in his career, where the defense is great. And then the quarterback, you know, Makes Mahomes big, carries big you yeah, to what and you need. The, uh, and I, so that's the thing to me. They lose to Buffalo. Then Cincinnati puts a bunch of points on them later in the year. That will start to make me think, oh, because if the defense isn't there, I, well, I don't Cincinnati think this with offense Jake Browning, is Cincinnati I understand he's a top Mahomes mountain. Yeah. But I will be concerned if the Bengals put a bunch of points yeah, on them. Yeah. But I agree with you. I, one of the things I wrote down is need the defense to bounce back as much as the right. offense, in my opinion. Like, I was – the I actually – and this is not me making excuses. Mm-hmm. This is, you guys can say it's improper analysis, but I promise you this was my real-time analysis watching the Packer game. I was not as frustrated with the offense as I think people would have expected because that was a weird game in that there were so few possessions. The Chiefs went down the field and then stalled and kicked a field goal. Yeah. Down the field again, right. I and we didn't talk about it, and I don't blame the refs, but just watching real time, there was a really shaky holding, holding call that then made them settle for a field goal. Then a touchdown, then a touchdown, and that was their first four possessions, and that was the entirety of the first three-plus quarters of the game. And then, at the, then they had a bad three and out, yep. and then the pick – and then the final possession of the game that was, you know, rooted in controversy with a minute left. So I didn't think the offense was horrible against the Packers. It was just the Packers' drives were so long because the defense could get no stops. There were not right. many possessions. So I agree that the defense, which has been the strength of this team thus far this year, needs to bounce back. They should get Nick Bolton back, and mm-hmm. so hopefully that will help. They're going to be without Cook, obviously. Here's what I'm worried about, why I'm panicked. And it's more of a feel thing. 
And I think, right, we know 21 drops most in the league. We got it. Red zone efficiency, 64% last year. It's down to 55% this year. So those are just raw numbers. Here were the plays that defined the season last year for the Chiefs. Amazing, weird, fun stuff. Remember this? It's just a guy playing with a ton of confidence. And then we show the snow globe play. You're like, wow, the Chiefs are so good on offense. They're doing silly stuff. What is the defining offensive play this year for the Chiefs? It's a drop. It's either a drop or drop a pass interference. MBS. I, okay, so I would you would you agree to drop by MBS? Well, I think Dallas? that is the most notable. But I think the, if we're talking about why don't they have moments like this again, this is where I and I don't want to be rude, no. where I feel like people just literally can only remember the most recent thing they saw. They literally played the Raiders, yeah. the game before the Packers game, and did a double reverse pass. That for a touchdown. That was a good play. And so that to me, like, is as silly or fun as not the snow no, it's globe. Not. It's, no, no, no. It, I understand it was a, not it the was snow. a nice little play. The, the, right. But you, so, you, the confidence isn't it isn't what it was in the past. Well, because you're not having the, the results. The Jarek McKinnon play was not drawn up like but that. But it felt that was, like you were toying with teams. The, and now yeah. it's like maybe maybe Kelsey can find a no, piece of I, green somewhere that is, and get him uh, the ball. That part, the, the general, like, listen, last year they were the highest scoring team in the league. Mm-hmm. Last year they had, in my opinion, a runaway MVP at quarterback. The, obviously they are not that this season, have not been up to this point this season. One of the reasons that I have maintained confident is because I think personnel-wise, they are strikingly similar on the offensive side of the ball to the team as last year. Like those plays we were showing, I know they are missing Juju, and they added Rasheed Rice. But, it, Brew, would you agree it has to be more than that? It, it, whether it's Look, the enemy or it's just the other players not, got worse or it's bad fortune, whatever yeah, it is. It might be. The enemy might be a lot more bigger of a loss than we all are giving credit for. But I just do think you're disrespecting Juju a little bit. Because Juju, remember early in his career, okay. Juju was like, I, I, this guy's really good. Okay. And last year he played well. He's on the Patriots. I'm not saying he's I, great. He lost him again. But I guess, I guess what I'm saying is I don't, nobody I don't can play through. well on the Patriots. I don't well, think you, you believe Juju Smith-Schuster. If the drop-off between him and Rasheed Rice is the cause of the drop-off no, between the highest-scoring team in the league and so the 12th highest. What is it? I, I think there's a lot. I'm of, not, I agree it's not only Juju. I think I'm just saying Juju's I think a it's professional that Mahomes receiver. is not playing quite as well. I think some of the red zone stuff is more about uh, kind of s- small sample. It'll, it'll revert to the mean. I think that the, the drops have been way worse than last year, even though it's same personnel. So I just think if this team with 90% of the same personnel could be the highest scoring offense in the league last year, I think that they will get it not to the same levels last year, but fixed, especially because we have seen them in four, five of the six years with Mahomes go through stretches as far as losing games three out of five yeah. or something similar just like this. All right. Uh, good news for Josh Allen is that he's 2-0 regular season at Arrowhead. The bad news, 0-2 in playoff games in Kansas City. And now he says, this upcoming game? Playoff game. Basically a playoff <laughs> yeah, game. Exactly Stuck right. There. Uh, take a listen. A lot of trust in this locker room. Um, a lot of confidence in each other. And that's that's what it's going to take going forward. We're going to have to, to believe it to do it. And uh, this is a, a team that I feel like believes it. So um, now we got to go out there and execute and put the product on the field and uh, like I said, take it one game at a time because can't can't win can't win them all this week. You know, we can only win one this week, and that's going to be our focus going from here on out. Um, it's essentially playoff time for us. We understand that, so uh, you know we got to play our best ball. Okay, 
would your belief in the Bills be restored, Brew, with a win? No. Oof. They're the ultimate I'll believe it when I see it team. The ultimate. See, right? I think they're the ultimate. Even if I see it, I don't know if I believe it. Hmm. Right? No, like they could right. score 35. They're a, team, and- they're a team that I will believe they're going to get to the Super Bowl when they get to the Super okay. Bowl. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, they could run the table at the end of the year, make the playoffs, get to the AFC Championship game, and I'm still going to be like, a bad game might be coming. All right? And so, I, I just – look, I've said it before. Last year, 6-1 and one to start, beat the Chiefs. Then finish 7-0, seven straight wins, and look horrible in, in the playoffs. Both playoff games. This year even, bad loss to the Jets to start the season. Terrible. But then they blow three straight teams out, including yeah. Miami. And you think, oh, my gosh, here come the Bills. September champions, Nick Crowner. Yeah. And then since then, it's just been a mess. And so if they beat Kansas City this weekend and Dallas next weekend, I still oh, come won't. On. I still won't be like, oh, they're going to route the Chargers, the Patriots, and the the Dolphins. Yeah. Even if the Dolphins rest guys at the end, which I don't think they would, but you can't. That's exactly right. That is is exactly right. So the the premise of this question is the Bills win Sunday, right? So let's just take give give them Sunday's win. Then I think they will get cracked by the Cowboys. And if they beat the Cowboys and everyone is fully back on board of the Bills and shows are doing topics of look at the total touchdowns, look at the total yards, has the MVP all along actually been been Josh Allen, then guess what? They will unequivocally lose against Brandon Staley, Justin Herbert, and the Chargers. <laughs> That's who this team is. They can't, and so, and we haven't even, and I'll, I might get into it a bit late more in the show, but I talked about how the bye week could be good for the bodies, but bad for them mentally, given where they were. Well, there was just a 20,000-word uh, piece written by the great Tyler Dunn on Sean McDermott that is as scathing of a cut-down of a Not coach great. with mm. 25 sources, including current coaches on his staff, eviscerating him. And so I don't how that lands. You mentioned the fact that uh, the, the the I'm sorry. You mentioned Josh Allen in the playoff game and treating it like a playoff game. That's the only environment he hasn't beaten Kansas City. But here's the other thing about the Bills, because when they look good, they look so good. I think people have overstated even in their wins what they've done this year. You kill the Cowboys, maybe justifiably, maybe not for who they've beaten. I'm going to name you quarterbacks, okay? Tua. Good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Baker, controversial if you think he's good or not. Solid. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's not a starter. Winner, though. Sam Howell, <laughs> who soon will no longer be a starter. No, he's not. <laughs> Come on. I mean, Howell is okay. okay I don't, I don't, he's young. Okay. He th- I do not I, think not Sam sure Howell will be a week one starter to, next year. Really? But I, let's not argue about I Sam Howell know. right now. You've been trying to get Sam Howell into the show for you six months. You mentioned him. Tua, <laughs> Baker, Jimmy. Howell, Tyrod Taylor, we agree he's not a starter. Zach Wilson, uh, only a starter because he was forced to be. That's the quarterbacks they've beaten this year. That's the full list. Tua, who's good. Baker, who I like, you guys don't. Jimmy Garoppolo, who's been benched. Sam Howell, who's been sacked or intercepted, I think, 70 times this year. Tyrod Taylor and Zach Wilson. Meanwhile, they lost to Zach and Mac and Russ and were a play away from losing to Tyrod. Like this idea that the Bills are all of a sudden with that being their resume through 12 weeks, going to beat Mahomes and then Dak and then Herbert and then Malik Cunningham for you guys okay, and then Justin Herbert. It's they just would probably happen. lose the game you don't expect them to lose right. of, of those yes. games. You know I'm deep in the comments. 
writing, oh, yeah, writing yeah. Well, and reading. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So <laughs> I saw this comment from Zero Zone, and this there were a bunch of prep? sixes. Is your reading the comments? Hello, we're we're in there grinding, coming up with great. He has a thumbs up thing on his your... sheet. I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Here's Sorry. what Zero Zone wrote, <laughs> okay. and then I had Josh back it up because I'm a team player with the audience as well. <laughs> Bills have lost three games when they had the lead in the last 130 of the game. Defense couldn't get stopped. I was like. Oh, no one's talking about that except you, Zero Zone. So then I had Josh go through it. They were winning in the final minute until Mac Jones had his game-winning drive hit the gritty. Then Russ had two shots at the field goal. He didn't kick them, but Sean McDermott let the two shots at the right. goal. And then the Jalen waltz down the field, was throwing the ball to no, the sideline. No, that was the 59-yard field goal. And that's it, a 59-yard. Yeah, so you get a 59-yard to, to over. Yeah. So, like, at the same time, as much as we want to bang on Josh Allen – this dude went to the sideline with a minute left in the game or nine oh, seconds. Oh, we there where you are. Well, you thanks saying. to zero. This is so infuriating. Zero zones. It's uh, true. A I point didn't together. that I have been trying to instill in you. <laughs> he did Hold a on. I'm stop. saying Josh did a good job. Just, just, just stop for a moment. I have been, been trying to instill over in, <laughs> in Wilds. For three years, the fallacy of quarterback wins. The idea that the quarterback can do his job. I gave my team the lead. I have a jacket on. Yeah. I'm not playing again. Yeah. And then they lose, and you hold it against them. You're like, well, uh, point of the game's to win. Uh, he lost. That's uh, true. He won. And zero zone one no. made you finally <laughs> get it. Okay, whoever. So now you're the quarterback wins guy? No! You're saying he lost the no, game, so I, Josh Allen did no, bad. I, He's no, a roller coaster. You know what? He no, lost Bruce, in that game. He went to the he had a chance to win that game too, because they got the ball back. He's gotten the ball back in a few of these and could have performed a miracle. Now, can I say but something? But he did a decent job. Yeah, that's, that's going that's to why hurt McDermott's both of your fired, feelings. Not Josh Allen. Well, when it suits your argument, each of you are. I'm not. I'm never I'm a quarterback. A Sometimes you're a quarterback. I always am. No. Okay. Well, you're not right now. I'm just saying. Literally with funny. Josh Allen. It's funny that he's six and six, but these could have been wins. Yes, that is. Yes, exactly. I agree. Ex- okay. <laughs> You're a quarterback. You've been a quarterback wins. But, Who's he been lately? No, you've been, you just you've been say it with Trevor. Dropping at a no, yes, it's, Trevor. That's no, it. I just like the Who's Jets. playing like a game manager <laughs> until he was on the bus? This will be Josh Allen's fourth time going up against Mahomes. Here's what he said about him. Take a listen. Everybody knows we golf a little bit together, and he still owes me uh, something for that Wyoming Texas Tech game. You know, so we'll we'll figure that that out soon. Um, but you know, he's he's one one of the best quarterbacks um, at the position um, really to ever play the game you know already at such a, a young age for him and he's already accomplished so much in his career and um, can't help but respect a guy like that and um, you know, he's an even better person off the field All right. very complimentary here's the tail of the tape if we have it uh, there it is uh, very similar to be honest with you I yeah. think we call Josh Allen the roller coaster but <laughs> where's the win-loss record, Wilds? Where's that? I would have put it up. Okay. Josh, redo that. Uh, 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 chances Allen outplays Mahomes, bro. Great. I actually expect him to. I think the chances are very good. We, we saw yesterday how well Josh Allen has played against Buffalo or against Kansas City. And now Mahomes has played well against them, too, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. All right, so – he, he's played well, too. Not quite – his numbers aren't quite what Josh's are, but they're very good, too. But, look, Josh is desperate. They're playing for their season. And as much minor panic or whatever there is in Kansas City, it's still not 
You're not in the position it's that not a Buffalo's five alarm fire like Buffalo. Buffalo absolutely has to win this game. Yeah. And he does have better receivers than Mahomes well, by a mile. So, yeah, I think Josh will have the better why game. Why are you and, smiling? And I'm thinking no, go ahead before no, I go. No, you go. Okay. You well, go. and I'll add to it. The Chiefs, couple names popped up on the did not practice injury report. The, Isaiah Pacheco is not, has not practiced so far this week. Really? Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. Sho- he hurt his uh, hand. <laughs> no, guys. It's a shoulder, so yeah. maybe. And their left tackle. So you're running back in your left tackle. If you remember the last time the Chiefs beat the Bills in the regular season, the Bills dared them to run yep. and they ran all and over Pacheco them. Is really and so, but what they have, Mahomes is, what's the word for it? The best quarterback ever after a loss. And I'm not just making that up. We can show it to you. The For Wilds, the win-loss record, it's the best ever after a loss. Sweet. The passer rating, 3-1 to one touchdown-interception ratio. And now, and I know he didn't mean to do it, but Hubs, can we play the clip, please, at least part of it? Because I fear there's some bulletin board material. The Josh Allen clip, please. What did he say? Please. He said. Um, but, you know, he's, he's one, of, one of the best quarterbacks um, at the position. Um, really to ever play the game. Give me a break. Wow. <laughs> he also said he's like an even better person. That's bulletin board material. This is ridiculous. Sorry. This is I mean, I didn't, I didn't mean to do it. I mean, I mean, he was trying, what? you know, the old Freudian slip. One of the best to ever do it? Oh, God. That's not. Oh, what? One of? He could not have well, been nicer. Well, he, he you could know, not you know have what? been nicer. I'll tell you exactly how he could have been nicer. What? Remove the words one of. He's, <laughs> He's the best to ever do it. That would not get you on the board. <laughs> one of All right. gets you on the board. Sorry oh. about that. Those are just the rules. Can oh. Dak uh, lose the MVP this weekend? Hmm. Does he have it? Oh, well, out of the way. second one place. of. Next on FS1, the Fox man, Sports oh, Channel on Sirius XM. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Dallas undefeated in their last 14 home games and looking to avenge their loss in Philadelphia. At the same time, Eagles, not tomato cans. So, Brew... (laughs) Welcome, Coach Mangini. Hello, Coach. Brew, who you got? I got Philly. All right, I got them going into Dallas, making a lunch, and sitting down and watching a movie. 
oh, in so not. Dallas's building. <laughs> Why are you guys like laughing at this? It's in, not, not funny. in the fridge or it's just, just watching. I don't the think it's gonna be. <laughs> Are they putting on the bathrobe? Yeah, yeah. No, they're not, quite, the slippers? They're not quite doing that. I don't hear a lot of bass in your voice. I, 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 I feel it seems Because look, the worst new, the worst thing that happened for Dallas in the past week and a half was Philadelphia getting pummeled by San Francisco. I don't Francisco. know about that. I, I think right. they are going out there with the vengeance. Any team of their caliber is going out there to get that memory out of their mind and out of everybody else's mind as well. I also, Jalen Hurts, since he's become Jalen Hurts MVP level Jalen Hurts, has not lost back-to-back games. You have to go back to, like, October 2021, last time he lost back-to-back games. And I also think, look, Dallas is not soft. But I know they're not what I would call a physical team defensively, especially. Are we sure I think Philly is. I think they're. I think Philly is physical. I get it. They haven't. They didn't push Dallas around last game. But I think this game they'll Ooh. win at the line of scrimmage, and Ooh. I think that'll be big. I think after seeing Deron Bland get exposed, but I don't want to say exposed because he is good. But DK Metcalf, what he yeah. did to him, you say, I think I, they'll throw at him. I don't think exposed. Right? I don't know if, if they can get AJ. They'd love to get AJ Brown matched up. Yeah, with sure. him. I, you know, I don't know if Dallas will go for that, but yep. I. I think they'll be able to have some success against him. And so, I, yeah, I got Philly winning so, this game. So Close. I, and I think quickly, close game. But at the end of the game, I definitely trust Philadelphia true. and their offense and Jalen Hurts more than I trust Dak and Mike McCarthy. Yeah, that the might Cowboys be true, offense. but I don't think it's close. I think Dallas wins, and I don't think it's close. Like, I think the – I listen, it, Dak, so Dallas at home – Plus Dak in his not even the whole his whole career, but just his career against the Eagles since Sirianni took over is a recipe for the Cowboys to roll the Eagles. And so the Cowboys at home this year, Coach, we can show you the numbers. Uh, I mean, it's one of the best offenses ever, second best in the Super Bowl era up to this point. Don't bro, 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 bro. No, no, uh, you're bro, throwing this out. No, bro, you're asking me, for it. Bro, let me. You finish. are asking Before for. It. I'm just did. putting them here, just bro. for people to. Okay, can we put that back up for a second, Hubs? I understand Brew, after doing his bathroom bit, is now okay. now needs to do his tomato like, can bit. But I would like the audience to be able to appreciate what we're talking about here. Tell me some so Dak at home, 18 touchdowns, 2 picks, 127 rating. And while some would have you believe the Cowboys have played the softest home schedule in, an F- in Super Bowl era history other than the 2011 Saints, it's not the case. But here's one that tomato cans cannot apply to. How about Dak? against the Eagles anywhere the game is played since Nick Sirianni took over. Oh, wait, that's almost perfect quarterbacking. 75% of his passes, 300-plus yards, 14 touchdowns, one pick, a 135 rating. And I would argue, Coach, Philly has not looked great in a game start to finish since the Miami game. I know you don't even think they necessarily looked great that entire game. I remember us talking about it. You didn't think that they dominated it the way I necessarily did. And Philly's defense, while Brew talks about teams wanting to break dance, Philly's defense might be turning into a few break dancers. Philly's defense hasn't punched anybody in quite some time. Philly's defense, if Jalen Carter or Fletcher Cox are not getting home up the middle, which can be hard to do against Zach Martin, and Cox might not play, that defense can be had. And so this is not, to me, a statement, an overarching statement that this means Dallas is definitively better than Philadelphia. I'm not saying that. But this weekend at home for Dallas after Philly just got humiliated by the Niners, I think the Cowboys win this game. Yeah, you, you look back at the last game, and Dallas really should have won the game. Okay, So they, they got stopped on fourth and one 
from the one that could have kicked the field goal there. They got stopped on fourth and eight from the 29, could have kicked the field goal there. So then late in the game, they could have won the game. And there was a lot of things. I thought Dak played really well the last time they played. Thought he, I pl- thought he played exceptionally well the last time they played. And they've got the win streak. They've got one six out of seven. The numbers are ridiculous for, for Dak. They've got the better defense. They've got all those things. And, and when I watch Philly's secondary, there are breakdancing. It looks like they're breakdancing because their ankles are getting broken by the receivers because <laughs> they're falling over with, with some of the coverage have. But all that being said, I knew the Mike is back to clowning on the podcast. <laughs> this is a giant. He hates it. He no, hates it though. I'm just, I, I know. He's an unfocused team. It's, it's, He's it's, been in locker it's, rooms. We're, he we're knows. back on the like, God, we're really good. And, and I really like where Dak is personally. Like him talking about taking the pen and controlling his destiny. Like all those can't things that are so cancel positive. out the podcast. I'm, I'm just think about the football. I am. I'm we hoping, and I about. love. I love Dan Quinn. I, I you know, yeah. Brian Schottenheimer is another good friend. I, I love a lot of things about the Cowboys. The power but, of the but podcast. But when it comes down to winning these big games in big moments, Philadelphia has consistently been able to do it, and the reeling from right. last week. Tonight. So I. As much as everything points to Dallas, I think Philly's going to be there. It is, Coach. There okay, it is. just give me a reason why I'm wrong. After the 49ers game, everyone took for for I'm, I'm say a, a fact. It's like you know what? Turns out we should have seen this coming. The 49ers were, were well rested, and the Eagles were coming off an or it was there. But then everyone viewed that as a reason that the why the 49ers rolled the Eagles. It's the same exact thing. The, the Cowboys played on Thursday. The Eagles just had a super hard matchup where they got pushed around and beat up, and now they're going into Dallas. Yeah. Are we going to be here on Monday and be like, you know well, what? Can I Turns tell you out, what we're going to do? Now the Cowboys are well so let me, right, so let They me, played so many no. wilds. Let me Don't tell not. you exactly what's going to happen if the Cowboys win. Brew will say that is exactly the reason, and the Cowboys still haven't beaten anybody. It that might they, be. No, that, I won't say that. that, that, that the, oh, how good is Philly really? It might be a reason. Team. I don't think it will be. It might be. But here's the thing, and I, I bet Coach agrees with me. We saw week after week Philadelphia saying, we didn't play well. We're not playing well. Even though they beat Kansas City, we're not playing well. Yeah. It's e- that You can say that, but if you keep winning, especially against good teams – how much are you really going to work to change that? Now they know, oh, we just got, not beat, but clobbered, okay? And so I think, they, I think that's going to make a big difference for them. And just in your so little, to, along the lines they, of what Coach really said. They backed that up last week. They got caught. And here's a kismet little pixie dust oh, for Nick oh, Wright. Nice. Do. And you, you mocked me last week when I said what? The, the Eagles are due for a loss. Guess who's due for a loss at okay. home? Cowboys, okay, 14 straight, like, longest okay, home winning so streak wild. in 40 years. Now, it's I gave so you the on-paper analysis, uh-huh. but I'm going to little pixie dust. Right, they're yeah, due. They're they might due. lose by 20 points. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, Dusty. Uh, Dak and Jalen in the middle of the MVP conversation, and there's a chance this game could settle it, according to Ralph Vacchiano. When the MVP voters settle down to fill their ballots out after the season, they're not going to look at any one game. But with the stakes of this one so high and with it coming so late, there is no doubt that the winner is going to come out with an enormous edge. Is there a chance Sunday's night, Sunday night's game tips the scales? Well, I mean, listen, I think Dak right now, amongst the quarterbacks, should be the clear-cut league MVP. 
Mm. I don't view it as a th- right now a three-man race amongst the quarterbacks between those three guys. Okay. I think Dak has, of the quarterbacks, clearly been the most valuable and had the best season. And I think of all the players in the league, Tyreek has been the most outstanding. And if we want to open up the aperture, as you used to say, and include receivers, I'm all for it. Um, what I do think is very unfortunate is if this game, like I thought Dak thoroughly outplayed Jalen in the first matchup. We, it, we can show you their numbers, and it's not even that Jalen played poorly. But he I had thought 135 quarterback rating, two yeah, touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, yeah, Jalen played, played pretty well. I understand, right? And I thought Dak, and I think you agree, had the better game. I thought Dak was exceptional. I thought in that he game. made some really the scoreboard so, would disagree. And, but right, excellent play. And, and so again, Wilds, this is you, you just vacillate. It was close though. I mean, Dak was great, but they but both the point that I'm the point the game, that I'm making is, let's say they have it, a similar thing happens this week, where Dak has an A game, Jalen has a B game, but the uh, Eagles win. I think people will just eliminate Dak from the conversation. Correct. Really? I, but I didn't yes. think that Jalen's game last time was a B game. I no, 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 no. I don't think so either. Like I'm just a, saying. A no, no. Okay, that, that's totally fine. I was just saying in this circumstance. My point is, if Dak plays an A game, but they lose, I think people will say, because they, we have been brainwashed by the Kevin Wilds of the world. Correct. Uh, well, Thanks, he Kevin. he's 0-3 against Hurts and Purdy. He can't be the MVP. I think that will I, look, happen. Look, I think there will be that talk next week. But he does have games he can play. Who, who they Detroit got? And Miami Detroit, and, Miami, yeah. and they, they got one more tough yep. top team coming up. So he's going to have time. Buffalo, I got to read. Yeah, bu- team, so, but, yeah, yeah, but if Buffalo beats Kansas City, sure. Buffalo and Detroit and Miami, you would be he'll okay. have time. No, I, I look. This question to me, I mean, can I see the graphic again quickly? <laughs> Probably not. Or is either one? No, the, the graphic the about the odds. He wants to he talk wants I'm Brody. just saying who we agree. We're, we're not, we're not even talking talk about Brock the number one. How is this game going to determine the number one MVP candidate when the number one MVP candidate is not playing in the game? I mean, it's a fair point. What if Brock, I, look, what if that plays tremendously and they win? And Purdy throws for 312 yards and three touchdowns against Seattle in a but nice win. Bro, you Dak's moving bro, ahead. Well, of hold him. on. Well, just for the record, Dak was the favorite before Sunday. This week, Dak played a perfect game against Seattle, and Purdy leapfrogged him because he beat Jalen Hurts. So, if you're asking, could he's the, already it, beaten Jalen Hurts, Purdy, the, and Dak no, Prescott no, no, no. for that you're, matter? You're, you're misunderstanding me. A week ago, Brew, no, Dak was that, the favorite. And Dak played great. He played well against the Eagles, you jumped. And then Even though the Eagles Brock, defense. Brock and Jalen were playing each other. Brock played well, and he leapfrogged Dak. So if you're asking, could the same thing happen to Brock Purdy in Week 14 that happened to Dak Prescott in Week 13 by I beating the same so. team in Jalen Hurts, I, I would if, say, of course. If Brock plays well, I think he'll Bruce, still be number Bruce, one. Then how did it happen to Dak? Dak played perfect on Thursday Night Football. Because Dak hasn't beaten anybody oh. other than Seattle. But this means he would have beaten the Eagles under the conversation what? we're having. Purdy beat the I Eagles. This is why we didn't want to talk about I know. Three. We agreed we, we agreed. weren't going to talk us. Brock Purdy here. And then you you made a full back to the MVP. I that nullified the conversation. Are you ready to take control of your health and conquer your weight loss goals? Look no further than Factor, your ultimate solution to better eating. 
Each factor meal is always fresh, chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. No more waiting around or spending hours in the kitchen. Just heat and eat. It's that simple. Over 35 different options to choose from each week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor ensures you'll never get bored. With more than 60 add-ons to help you stay full and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. With Factor, there's no prepping, no cooking, and certainly no cleanup needed. The best part? You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Sign up and save because we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Eat better, feel better, and conquer your day with Factor. So what are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 and use code firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off. That's code firstthingsfirst50 at factormeals.com slash firstthingsfirst50 to get 50% off, fuel up, eat better, and achieve greatness. Get started today. Zach Wilson will start on Sunday, quarter of the season. Gets the Texans after reports this week from Diana Rossini that he had, quote, made clear to multiple members of the organization, players, staff, and coaches of his apprehension to start due to perceived injury risk. Here's Zach's take on it. Take a listen. Zach, there was a report I'm sure you're aware of on Monday that said you had expressed some reluctance about becoming the starter again. Is there any truth to that? Absolutely not. You know, absolutely not. I uh, I love the guys in this locker room, and I would do anything. And I think anytime you have an opportunity to step on this field, you need to take advantage of it. Did you feel the need to address the team at all about that? Because that report kind of was widespread on Monday. No, I don't think so. And I think more than anything, I've had support from those guys through this entire process. I think guys understand where we're at right now. and. I've had backing, you know, since day one, and that's why I love this team so much. Yeah, I just think he's lying, and I think it's uh, really, really, you know, to if I can paraphrase Aaron Rodgers, it's chicken bleep. The don't go, don't say to multiple people within the organization, according to Diana Rossini and multiple other people that I trust that would know that you didn't want to play. And then try to smear someone doing their job. I think what he did there and what Aaron did on McAfee is embarrassing, personally. I get it. He's embarrassed. He's embarrassed it got out. Well, then don't say it openly, repeatedly. This was not a single source, you know, loosely connected. It is an impeccably sourced reporter saying multiple people told her the same thing. That, by the way, is totally believable. And, by the way, I defended him on. Like, I know Brew hates it. That's fine. That's separate. I know you do. But my point is, like, there are ways to go about this other than saying she's lying. And I I just, it just truly, it it truly irritates me. I think it's unprofessional. I think it's just just the wrong thing to do. My take from the get-go is what he said to start his press conferences. Any opportunity to play in this league is a good one. And that's what I, I get him being bothered by the way they've handled him. But still. Especially when you haven't played well, you have to go out there and show that you can play. As far as the report, I believe Diana and the other reporters. But I will say this. Dude was in a tough position. 
Because if he either way, like it looks if he admits that it's true, then he looks either scared to play or he's throwing his offensive line under the bus. Now, I'm not advocating lying. I'm just saying it looks bad. Now, if it's if he was telling people all over the, the locker room then he may have already lost the players and you may not be able to get them back. But he was in a tough position and we've seen people do that before. Well, he did say, I don't think I told anybody that. <laughs> that was how he couched it in, in the press conference. But he absolutely did say that. And, and I think this is a little unfair to him in the sense that when he was benched, I think the bench was handled by saying, we're done with you. You're done as a New York Jet. Okay, that's it. You're done. You're the, you're third, the third string, string guy. And at the end of the season, we're, we're parting ways. So I'm sure in his mind, he wasn't going to see the field anymore. It had been handled in a, in a you know, you can, you can place all the blame on him if you want to, mm. but it had been handled in a really harsh way. And so I'm sure his natural reaction was they suddenly come back and like, oh, yeah, by the way, we want you to play again, was to have some sort of negative feeling. Sure. And, and I, don't, I, I think he needs to take advantage of his opportunities. He needs to re, re, try to readdress the narrative. And he should go just cut it loose. What are they going to do, bench you? Zach, just cut it loose. It. Do whatever you want to do. They can't cut you. They can't bench you. If you want to check the ball, check the play at the line of scrimmage, check the play at the line of scrimmage. You want to take chances? Take chances. I like that take a Do lot. whatever you want to do, Zach, because now this is, this is your resume from here on in, and, and, and you're in a tough spot, and, I, and I've been hard on him, but, but I think that the way this was handled put him in this spot. Just to, just to put a button on it, you guys got to get your story straight. You know, if there was a report that came out in The Athletic that Nick was vaping in my office and blowing smoke in my face, this guy. and I came out and said, I can't believe there's someone on the staff who's a source in leaking this stuff. And then Nick comes out and asks about it. He says, absolutely untrue. That's <laughs> not how it works. You guys got to get your story straight. Either, either you be mad at the sources or say it's untrue. Don't do that. Uh, Why'd you use that example, Wiles? I'm making it up that some of the sources are lying to me. <laughs> I was going to use meat and candy bars out there. But and said he just throw me Play off the LeBron next. No, I didn't. It was the source. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> Coming up in, let's see, nine short minutes. It's the most motivational segment in all of sports. It's the Bud List. We've got a special treat for you. <laughs> NBA in-season semifinals in Vegas wow, tonight. Wow, that was underwhelming. Well, I, I just lied. You like That's my why. little intro? I felt bad. I lied. <laughs> Pelicans, Lakers. LeBron coming off a spectacular 40-minute win over the Suns where he had 31-8-11 and 11 with five steals, prime Magic Johnson numbers. Uh, so are we expecting another playoff caliber performance from LeBron tonight bro I am I mean look there, there's we've talked about oh does LeBron really want this first in-season oh, yeah. tournament championship yes. yeah look at the numbers look at this graphic I mean his numbers are great overall but in the in-season tournament games he's scoring everything is up Every, look at the three-point percentage. That's I mean, really what's up yeah, the most. Yeah, he can't just control that. That was coming down. That was coming down, right. But he's shooting well all 38% for the year from that's three. That's right. He's good it's overall. too much, dude. But, yeah, look, he's got six 30-point games this season, 30 or more. Three of them came in his five in-season tournament games. Yep. Anytime he's played over 25 minutes in the tournament, he's gone for 30-plus. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think he's going to play well. I got to be honest, though. 
I'm thinking New Orleans is going to get this. Oh, really? As good as well as he's playing, I, so, I think New Orleans could get it. Hmm. They're starting to get healthy. You know, Trey Murphy's been playing well for he just got back, but he's playing well. McCollum's back. Yeah, but what it's I would say game. is on the Pelican side of things, because their record, especially after the tough start's gotten better, they have a great win over Philly, and then you look, OMB didn't play. They have a great win over Denver, and you look, oh, Jamal Murray didn't play. Right. And so they're now they did beat Dallas, and Luka and Kyrie both played. And so I'm not trying to downplay the Pelicans. But listen, I think the Lakers are going to win. I think LeBron plays well. I also think, kind of unfortunately, because it would be cool to see LeBron and Giannis in the finals, I think the Pacers are going to win the early game mm. because I think Halliburton's going to go for 40 and 15. I don't think Milwaukee Dame can guard him, him at all. No, I don't think Dame's <laughs> shutting him down. But Wilds, yes. I have a quick impromptu list of the best possible results for LeBron in the okay. season tournament. The best result is win the whole thing and win tournament MVP. 100%. Yep. The next best result what? is lose tonight. And play great. <laughs> and play great. Someone else's fault. The next result is win the tournament, but Anthony Davis win tournament MVP. <laughs> and the worst possible result is win tonight. Losing the final, and all of a sudden, <laughs> there, there, this is 100%, 100% the right. case. There are folks right now with either Kobe Bryant or Michael Jordan avatars grabbing their phones, and they have two tweets in the draft. <laughs> oh, another Mickey Mouse ring for LeBron. Oh, now we're counting in-season tournament championships. And right beneath it, LeBron now 4-7 and seven in the finals. Another finals <laughs> loss for your, if for your win, foe king. If they win tonight, he cannot lose the finals. I'm telling you. He can't. I'm telling you, Brew, this is where a win tonight can be bad for him. It is so – if they – Look, it, it's totally – there, there are those out there that you're absolutely right. Only thing I disagree with what you just said – if he wins the tournament, but AD is the MVP, you think you don't think that? Oh is no, no I think that would be second. The, okay, well, I don't know about that. I don't know. Michael Jordan never had someone else win tournament MVP. <laughs> I just, I just know that those um, things are coming quickly. Uh, yeah. I just went through the most minutes he played. Are we worried about the fact that he played forty minutes the other night? He played forty-two minutes. He had 35 points. The next day game, he played 20. He had 24 points. He played 40 minutes against the Rockets. Then they blew out the Jazz, but he had 17 points. He didn't play can, a ton. 37. Can minutes, I say something back. in all seriousness? Scored let's, 18 against. Let's the assume that they win. That he plays big minutes. They win tonight. And then obviously, I, I could see him playing 45 minutes oh, yeah. in the final. That's yeah. a uh, lot. Just hold on. I, this is the part I'm saying I think in all he's seriousness. Like minutes be- if that happens. If I were Darvin Ham the Lakers, hand to God, I'm serious, I would consider saying you're off the next week. I, that's like a the great next idea. three games, I think you're not playing. Idea. Like if we're going to put playoff minutes on you in December, plus and the one extra game is if you make the finals. Do you know what I mean? If, you, if you've LeBron earned a week off. That. He I, might get. He might take one game off. No, but I don't know if he'll if take a whole week. We but, haven't done it, but he's going to take Bronny's game off. Yep. So put the bracket those games around. Do, give him do the full something. Week. I mean, and I don't think. And, and again, people can say I'm being hypocritical. I don't think you guys would feel this way. That to me is not like the bane of our he's existence. Out load of management. He's out. No, he's, he's too he, old. Twenty first season, thirty eight, about to be thirty nine. That's a great idea. You can load manage LeBron. I mean, yeah. seriously, at this point, and he's playing he's, forty he's minutes in the other guys. Bonus tournament game. Because he, I don't think he's worried about his. Minutes, but the I Lakers need to be concerned. About yeah, give them a week. Yep. Give them a legit week off. I buy that. Coming up next, the Bud List. Oh, it's a oh. great one. Unprecedented. Great one. Something unprecedented, Wilds. 
Welcome back to a hot show. It's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivational segment in all sports. It's the butt list. It's also when we read a little bit of viewer mail. We're always happy to get your mail and read it. Yeah, we get tons of mail. Love the viewer. Dear Wilds, love the show's creativity. Why, thank you. Which is why I'm disappointed that you over-rely on the same bit of brew wearing a silly cowboy hat Week after week. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You can and should do better. Cheers. Don Sr. Jeez. Don Sr. He's right, though. He's Good point. So, uh, right. well, thank you for writing, Don Sr. I'll take the sugar and I'll take the medicine, I guess. Um, there's a balance that we try to strike between playing the hits and having the bits go a little bit stale. So I asked the graphics team, let's spice it up a little bit for our holiday greetings cards. What, guys, <laughs> Dusty, I said that is different. Don't get me wrong. But probably not what Don Sr. was talking about. Wait, what? The version wasn't as right. I don't know. He also He's Dusty. the leader of the show. Dusty, move me in the back. <laughs> sorry. That was multiple mistakes on that. I'm sorry, bro. We're going right. to keep working on it. Let's get to it. All right. This week's, I tell you what, this week's bud list is star study. Oh. All right. Number one, or number three. Lamar Jackson. Wow. All right. They got the uh the who they got the, the Rams this weekend. Yeah. Lamar, look, I know. I think you're having a, a very good season. But not everyone sees and appreciates the nuance in your game. Uh, they, they don't understand that just the threat of you running, which is always there, is what helps, dare I say, powers. The Ravens league leading rush game, right? They don't understand that your passing game is all about accuracy and efficiency, not gaudy fantasy numbers, all right? I understand that. That said, Lamar, last three games you've been down a bit. All right, you haven't completed 62% of your passes yeah. in either of your last three games. Four touchdowns, two interceptions in those games. Haven't had a rush touchdown in your last five games. All right, and only one rush touchdown in your last eight games. So, Lamar, go out here. You got a tough schedule coming up. You got Jacksonville, San Francisco, uh, Miami, and Pittsburgh following this game. So go get this game that you guys should win because it's going to be tough to win out against that schedule and you can get the one seed. Now look, style points would be nice this weekend, but just win, baby. Lamar, I believe in you. At number two, Patrick Mahomes. I told you it was star study. That's right. Now, Patrick, look, you're not to blame. All right? And believe it or not, with these two Chiefs guys on the show, I'm the only one saying you are not to blame. You're throwing it to guys that even in the era of ultra-sticky gloves can't seem to hold on to the ball or get open or just be on the same page with you. So, Patrick, you got – but look, it might not be fair, but you are the quarterback. You are the half-billion-dollar man. Okay, you are, as Sports Illustrated has noted many times, as I've called you, the first to call you, by the way, the best player to ever play the quarterback position. Is that one of those AI So you got to get it done. Now, now, look, and here, here's another little bit of motivation for you, oh. Patrick. Tom Brady, who is the GOAT, I mean, even though I think you're the best ever at this position, he is the GOAT. He did win Super Bowls with guys like uh, Troy Brown. 
What? And Deion Branch. Yeah, those guys And David great. Gibbons Hello, catching the football. MVP. One Pro Bowl between them. Yeah, One. That's the Bones same as did Matt that last year. So I'm just saying, well, Juju was there. Thank so I'm just uh, No. So, Patrick, you know I believe. That's an excellent point. Good, thank you, Coach. Juju's that's who you're competing round. with. You're competing with Tom Brady. All right. Patrick, you know I believe in you. Not so much your receivers, but I believe in you. Go out there and get it done. At number one, now this is the rare. Hmm. Maybe unprecedented. I'm not quite sure. We got to get in the archives and see. But it's the <laughs> rare double budless game. Wow. wow. All right. And so Josh Allen's number one. Of course, they play Mahomes and the Chiefs this weekend. And it puts me in a bit of a pickle. pickle. Because you know how right, motivational – the Budless is and the happen. power of the Budless. Yeah. I, while it might be a 38-38 tie, both ah. of them throw for 400 yards. They're going to be so motivated, and it might be a tie. But look, Josh, you need it more. There's no doubt about it. Obviously, you lose this game, and you're probably not making the playoffs. So go out there and look. Forget all that Wilds was talking about. Oh, be cautious. You only need 22 points. Look, Josh, be you. All right, do you go out there in your all your gunslinging glory and do what you do best and come out with a victory so this thing gets interesting? Josh Allen, I believe in you. Great. Well, well done, bro. Thank you. As Thank always, you. well done. Great noting uh, Tom Brady and his it, greatness, it, too. It's all about that. He played with. And I'm going to follow that cap. I'm going to follow that cap with the Kansas City wide receivers. Mm. And the Kansas City wide receivers, we've talked about their drops. They're 32 7% of the drops. All the double teams, they're going to Travis Kelsey. You've got plenty of single coverage. Don't tell me about how they're young and they're, they're inexperienced, all those things. We just saw a group of young wide receivers in Green Bay tear up the Kansas City secondary. And at this point in the season, you should be taking, taking that leap, taking that collective leap. And I think you're going to need about 31 points to win this game, and you guys need to sell out. And if you need a reminder, here's something I put together for you. Oh. If you're thinking about selling out, that just think true. you need 17 <laughs> points, maybe in the first half. How many endorsements have Holmes done so far this season? And I'm about a month and a half behind. Or you add on the 14 points and the 14 endorsements that Kelsey's done. And, you know, and I may be a little bit behind there, but I think 31 points will get it done. You guys sell out, and this can remind you of what you need to do to win the game this weekend. I love it, Coach. Absolutely right. I do not hate endorsements. The, I, you, I, do, I just, you hate podcasts, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate certain podcasts. I just think when you, when you drown yourself in endorsements, they have single-handedly changed the economics of Kansas City's film industry. Um, that's actually, I mean, no, that's actually true. It, it is. A good I read a whole about, article about, about it. About Patrick Mahomes. It's, yeah. It's, it's a un- great story. Uh, yeah. Lifting up my community yeah, while winning championships. I why didn't he put some of the receivers in the ads? They weren't on the team <laughs> yet. He got money. Kelsey in the All-State maybe, ads, and now you're killing him for maybe it. They Moving right along. They ball. couldn't hold on to the script. The yeah. crew <laughs> does have a good bud list. I will add that, unfortunately, when it comes to Lamar, from Jameson Hensley, Lamar, oddly absent at practice today, despite speaking to the media yesterday, not having an injury designation. So I know for some people that might be confusing. For those of us that have followed the Ravens for years, you know what it is. The weather's gotten cold and Lamar got his annual sickness. This guy is the sickest quarterback I've ever seen. He missed practice today. We don't know why. I'm just assuming once again, once again, Lamar has a cold. Lamar, stay bundled up, my guy. I root for you, but you are sick a lot. That's, however, not where I'm putting on the bud list. I'm putting on the bud list someone who I'm sure is sick to their stomach after reading 20,000 words. 
from Tyler Dunn on oh. Go Long TD, and I am putting Sean McDermott on the bud list. When I tell you this is an evisceration, I'm, it is worth the subscription to Tyler Dunn's Substack to read it. It is 25 sources. It is coaches, current and former, talking about how, yeah, he talks about he sleeps at the facility. He's never done it. Talked about how he gets nervous at every turn in every big spot. Talks about how he blamed Leslie Frazier. Has very unique, specific anecdotes about him telling what was supposed to be an inspirational speech about how the team needs to, and I know you're not going to believe this, but seven people confirmed it, be more like the 9-11 hijackers, and also yelling at coaches about why is Josh Allen building a new house. None of this is good, and now he goes to Kansas City, where, of course, well, a couple things happened. One is, I have said that 13 seconds might have broke him and the team. This is an excerpt from the article. I will read it directly. 126 seconds of real time passed between the wide receiver Gabe Davis catching an 18-yard missile from Allen in the end zone and the ball leaving the foot of kicker Tyler Bass. It goes on. The Bills took a 36-33 lead. Historians will one day pinpoint these 126 seconds at Arrowhead Stadium as the moment that broke the McDermott-led Bills. Now, I didn't write that, but I could have. And I will add this. Of course, he is now also facing Andy Reid, a man who once upon a time fired him. And Andy Reid now has the opportunity to do something you rarely get a chance to do. Kind of fire a guy twice. Because they lose this game after this piece. I'm not sure he's coming back next year. So Ooh. he is, by definition, under duress, Brew. Wow, well done. Well done. Coach, you know I hate to fire a coach. Oh, this is But uh, I, I've said he should be on the hot seat. I, I, I hate to promote hit pieces. <laughs> I, mean, he has I can't been wait pretty, to read He has that. been pretty successful with the organization. I, Look, you know, I guess and, and get, I do think they get a little bumpy and all the sources come out. <laughs> he clearly is a good coach. I mean, I, I got to read the article. I can't wait to read it. But he made him a perennial playoff contender. You got to, and I think if he gets fired or loses his job, at some point he'll get a second opportunity. And of I think course, he deserves probably immediately. Yeah, about right, he deserves after he gets yeah. fired. Yeah. So, but I, there are sometimes you need another voice to get to that next level. And I do think that could be the case. Coach, I'll send you the podcast. Brew uh, comes out. Brew, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. Watch it. You're always early on firing coaches. And your track record is almost perfect. It's like, Nick, which, which one? The one? Is it, or two? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Oh, category two. Right. Eventually yeah, right. That's my thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting on Big Dom. <laughs> oh, Big Dom. Dom. I'll be honest Dom. with you. Big Dom. Big Dom. Yeah, Big Dom. Is he at Roll Games? E- Eagle Security. Yeah. He is at Roll So Big Dom got in trouble for this. He got thrown out. Greenlaw got thrown out. So the league issues a memo today. Now, it's not specifically about Big Dom. Well, it might as well be. Please ensure that all members of your game day staff understand that their role does not extend to being involved with game day altercations and that they must refrain from such involvement. So, Big Dom, that's basically at you. He was back on the job when they signed uh, Shaq Leonard. He was walking him up the tunnel yeah. from the airport or somewhere. So Big Dom is still doing his thing. And I asked Cab, who is our resident, along with Dusty, our resident Philly fan. He's like, Cab, I might, uh, I'm gonna put Big Dom on the on the bud list. He's like, Big Dom, love him. So he's got a little bit of <laughs> Philly fan. Got a little. I was like, he's very built for Philly. So shout out to you, Big Dom. Your time in the sun is now gone. Go back to behind the scenes. We don't want to see you on the broadcast in Dallas. So, but just well, stay, you know, keep your hands to yourself, even though you're well done. Well done. That's the bud list. Yeah, Don. It's good. Bud list. <laughs> I wanted to crescendo somehow. I didn't have it. I didn't have it. Good news. We're talking about Brock Purdy's. Your, your finishing touch was quoting Cab? 
Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. I had a different idea. Leave it on a high note. Uh, well, <laughs> that was going to be good. Seahawks in San Francisco to take on Brock Purdy, who is almost an 11-point favorite. Stumbled across this graphic this morning from our sometime favorite stat provider, PFF. 49ers top five. McCaffrey, number one running back. Ayuk, number two wide receiver. Kittle is the number one tight end. And the defensive stars are ranked 5-1-1. One, and one. So, Nick, what can Brock do to impress you with this star stud? Can, can I answer? Because I know. I know the answer. But I, you don't know. Okay, look. Somehow, coach, they got to be down three touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Wrong. Okay. For some reason, we don't want anybody to get injured, but McCaffrey, no, Debo just, just can't wrong. play in the fourth quarter. They're not playing. And Brock throws four fourth quarter touchdowns no. to lead him back to victory. That's wrong. I think, I think that would impress No. It's going to be some version the, of that. Okay, so you're, you, you asked me before the segment if you'd go first. And I said yes because I'm a bad guy and I wanted you to be loud and wrong. Because um, I knew you were going to say some foolishness like that. By the way, on that graphic, it should be noted, yeah. the wide receiver that PFF, who Brew loves so much, has as the number two receiver in the league is Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. So Debo's not even on. The graphic. Number two. The, in the league, in the whole league. And so Brew loves PFF because it downgrades the Niners' offensive line, but hates all their other rankings. Whereas Purdy <laughs> is the 12th best quarterback, where it has him with the best supporting cast. He only likes this very specific part of it. But here's the answer Brock Purdy impresses me all the time. All the time. The way he runs the offense in a way better than I think Jimmy Garoppolo did. The occasional t- way th- that he can make a, the, he did it on Sunday, where I didn't, I was impressed when he was almost sacked, made a guy miss, and then made another guy miss running near the goal line. Yeah. That was impressive. I am impressed by Brock Purdy periodically. That is not really the question you guys are asking. You guys want to know two very different things. One is Brew was in the neighborhood of. What would it take for me to believe the Niners can win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy? For that. I need to see at least one real comeback victory because I do not believe it is going to be smooth sailing throughout the entire postseason. The other thing you guys want to know is what do I need to see to believe he is the league's most valuable player? Yeah. yeah. And for that, coach, I need there to be multiple times that over the course of my Sunday, before I'm laying my head down at night, I say, you know what? That guy was, I'll be conservative, one of the five best guys I saw today. And considering the fact there hasn't been a single game this year where I thought he was one of the five best guys on his own team, right now he has not crossed that threshold. That's all. So it's not about, am I impressed? Sometimes I'm impressed by a car that drives by. It doesn't mean I think it's the best car in the world. It is the question, do I think the Niners can win the Super Bowl with him at quarterback? Right now, no. Mm-hmm. I need to see evidence of it. Do I think he is the league MVP? Right now, of course not. And that is not an insult. That's, that, that, those are the answers there. And I think Coach, by the way, agrees with me on all accounts. I, yeah, this is, this is the rare occasion where I agree with Nick 100%. And, and here's the thing. We're not trying to Micah Parsons him and clown him and say that, that he can't play. That, that's not what we're saying. We, I'm impressed with him. I'm impressed with everything he's done, where he's come from, how he's run the offense. All the things that, he, that he's done are really good. However, you have not seen those moments that you expect to see from great quarterbacks. And, and it's not, maybe it's not fair to him because he hasn't been thrust into that many of them. But until you see that he can win in those pressure moments, it's hard to say, yeah, he is 
that the guy and and we anointed Carson Wentz or not we but and Carson Wentz was anointed very early on to be like this this elite player because his team was very good but as time went on you saw the the flaws and the things that that weren't as good Jared so, Goff too so you don't want to rush the judgment and in watching last game there were a lot of his throws that were off target throws where the receivers made great catches you'd like to see those throws be easy, you know catchable easily catchable balls as opposed to making the wide receivers work for them now they're so talented they end up as catches as opposed to drops like in Kansas City they end up as catches so you know the stat is the stat as opposed to it being within a context the perfect passer rating game did yeah. not he wasn't one of the best what five players on the field that year, that no. game no. He had a perfect pass rate. I understand. He did something Joe Montana was, and Steve Young never Brew, did. Okay, so, Brew. It was everybody. And, by the way, when they did it, they had a guy named Jerry Rice. Terrell yeah. Owens was with Steve yeah. Young. I mean, yeah, like, they had also, some great players but, as well. This is where my frustration is, and I'll be very quick because I know I went long. And people think I'm trying to tear down Brock Purdy. In fact, I think I am being incredibly fair. Yet the folks who are trying to prop him up all of a sudden start tearing down objectively great players. Did I just tear somebody down? Brew, you just, well, you were mentioning Montana and Young, and you were like, and they they had Jerry Rice, and they had Terrell Owens. My point is that you're punishing Brock Purdy for having other great players. How am I punishing him? Brew, don't you think that he has to win in some big moments before you even put him in? I'm not. I'm not saying he's a. Have I ever said he's no, a? Lead? You've said he's the MVP. To me, if you we've think seen guys MVP. win when Kurt Warner was a rookie, coming from a supermarket, he wasn't even Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. He wasn't even drafted. Marshall Falk was his running back. Yeah. Had not only 1,300 yards rushing, yes. but over 1,000 yards yeah. receiving. And, and Kurt Pace, Warner was the and MVP. And I think it was wrong. So I'm well, fine. That, he was the MVP. Yeah. All right, 50 writers thought he was MVP. So my point is, I'm not saying Brock Purdy's an elite, and we've had MVPs who aren't elite. I'm looking at the production, and the production is MVP level. So we all agree, I think, in a vacuum, that just based on the stats, of course— It's not just the the, stats. Well, when you say the production, I think that means stats. Maybe I'm wrong. It's not the win-loss record. It's not. There's a lot of teams nine and three, mm-hmm. and and this this the Wilds thinks that coach and I are unfair because you're like you're penalizing him for always being ahead. But he's, he's not always helping ahead. them he's, get ahead, of course, and and he gets credit for that. But there he has had there have been it's not a lot, but three times he could have answered the bell, and not only did he not, he played objectively poorly. By any metric, in all three second halves, it's not like he had three chances. One time he came through, and one time he didn't. And now we can try to mealy mouth and be like, "But a guy missed a kick, and he got hit." Well, in the head exactly. that's not mealy mouthing. That's, that's true. No, true. He did. He did answer the bell against Cleveland. No, he did. The not. guy missed. It's his fault. Bro, the guy missed a no, field goal. It's, it's, a forty yard. It wasn't it's like his fifty nine yards. It's his fault. They needed that. That the whole second. Oh, he half, was having a he, bad game. Yes. But does that mean the, all of a sudden we? Dismiss everything else he's done? No, it, it means very specifically. And then specifically, he was concussed. That's a it, fact. It means very game. specifically that for me to believe in San Francisco, he needs to come through in one of those moments. And for me to believe he's the league MVP, about 45 guys need to quit football. Patriots up. See, but, but he's not belittling. <laughs> that, that last <laughs> part kind of hurt your heart. 
Looking for a jolly Christmas gift? Try a subscription to the First Things First podcast and YouTube channel. We're up to 744. We need to get to 750 by Christmas, or I get coal in my stocking. Tomorrow, the hottest segment in all of sports, upset alert, and Nick's picks. Yeah, Nick's picks need a bounce back week. You'll one be and there. two. You'll so be one there. and two. Oh, don't worry about that. Medals time, the rare college just missed the cut. Purdue Fort Wayne versus Southern Indiana. It's Rasheed Bellow with a block with his shoe. Uh, ended up winning the game 70 to 57, but not enough for a medal because turns out they're a college team. Yep. Bronze medal, Desmond Bain, 49-6-8, which when you do the Pistons deflation is 35-5-7. Still very, very good. Good enough for a bronze medal. Silver, my large adult Slovenian son. 40, 10, 11. Some brilliant trash talk. An undeserved technical. Just the full, honestly, Luka experience in a 50-point demolition of the Utah Jazz. And then, of course, a gold. Joel Embiid, who, listen, it's going to be hard for him to win MVP again, yes. given the playoff failures. But he's having a better year than last year. Yeah. 50, 13, and 7. And again, so with the Wizards deflation, it's 40, 10, and 6. But still, good game for Joel. <laughs> he gets a goal. There's the medal stand from last night in the association. Buckle up. Huge game tonight. Some legendary teams that have over a third of the Super Bowls this century. It's Bailey Zappi <laughs> versus... Uh, oh, hello. I just saw him there. Did you see that? I saw it's like a specter on the horizon. Whether we win, we win. And if we lose, we win as well. Uh, Mitch Trubisky yeah. going for so, the Steelers. Woof, what a game tonight. Listen, I hope the I Pats win because I don't want them to get Caleb. Can I just give you a galaxy brain take real sure. quick? I think Mac Jones's failures this year might be a reason the Steelers move on from Kenny Pickett this offseason. You understand what I mean? Like that, Matt, the yep. oh, two it's, years it's in, the, two, the, Max been in one year longer, and the, it was like, oh, okay, we saw something as a rookie, his sec, sophomore slump, bring him back, and then you're just kind of stuck in no man's land. I understand nah, Pickett's I out good. tonight, so he's not going to get to play, but that's where I think these two teams have a connective tissue. But I think I, Steelers should win. I hope the Pats win. Wow, so good news for Joe you. What? There is no way you guys win tonight. Ooh, none. No? Pittsburgh's playing for something. I understand. And Trubisky? I got to tell you. Is it going to be much worse than Kenny Pickett? Well, listen, any game that Mitch Trubisky starts, they can lose. Yeah. It's always losing. They, they the win deal. with – but not, not as – I don't think it's as real as Pittsburgh. Oh, it could uh, be a soccer score. It could be 2 nothing. 3-2. 3-2 Steelers. <laughs> I